0: morning. This is Saturday morning with George and Phil. 22 minutes to help you become the best version of yourself. Whether you found yourself out of shape, struggling in a dead end job, or simply in job transition, we're your hosts, George Murray and Lenny Newman, pinch hitting for Phil while he's away. We're here to help you uh, move from where you are today to where you want to become be, be tomorrow. We're glad you could be with us on this uh, holiday weekend, Saturday morning. And please note, we do encourage questions in the chat, and we'll do our best to answer them as time allows. Hey, George.
1: Hey, good morning, Letty. Well, happy Fourth of July, and happy Fourth of July to our viewers. Uh, I want to let everybody know uh, we're streaming from live from LinkedIn, uh, like most of our listeners. However, we have listeners on YouTube and Facebook Live. And as of last week, we started downloading the podcasts on Spotify and Heart Radio. Um, so if you're listening to us on the podcast or on YouTube, hit the subscribe button to notify you for the next show.
0: Awesome. Well, George, summer sure isn't slowing you down, my friend. Uh, if, if I understand correctly, you're about to wrap up uh, book number two, Ignite, yeah. Engage and Retain. Can you tell the viewers just a little bit more about uh, your latest project?
1: Yeah. So first, you know, I wrote the book because of the last couple of years. And now a lot of business owners and leaders are experiencing this whole great resignation or realization where people are leaving in droves. How do I keep them? So I was able to speak to about 30 CFOs, CEOs and CHROs, Chief Human Resource Officers, to just kind of understand um, what are the best practices that they can ignite their workforce, engage their teams, and retain their talent.
0: Cool, well, before we continue, uh, I wanna say uh, a hearty thank you to uh, our sponsor, Hired, cut your search time in half for sponsoring our show. George, I'm always amazed, how were you able to get that, sp- uh, whatever, and, anyway. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, we got to get a filler and we got to have somebody to turn around and, and prop up the, uh, the yes, show.
0: Look, if you know anyone contemplating a career transition or simply struggling in job transition, grab the book, Hired, Cut Your Search Time in Half, available on Amazon, Kindle, and now on Audible
1: and iTunes. Well, you know, good morning. And, you know, hey, one of the things that we're talking about today um, is helping your teams. You know, uh, how how can leaders help their teams? So, Lenny, it's very important that not only employees are engaged um, and work on the right things, but the leaders understand their challenges and willingness to help the team focus. That also helps both the employer and the em- business and the businesses to improve.
0: You know, you know, George, I can't help but but ask the question, is there anybody at all who you and I know in our you know growing network uh, who does just that? Is there somebody who comes to mind? I mean, who, who do you think we can pull off the shelf here?
1: You know, absolutely. We want to welcome the show, Isaac Russell. Isaac is both the author of, let me make sure I get this right there because we're all a little bit uh, backwards today. Um, you know what? I'll just put the book up here. There this is a go. great book. So Improving <laughs> Profits Through People, Isaac both coaches first-line managers and first-line supervisors and also advisors to CEOs. So welcome to the show, Isaac. Glad to have you. And thanks for the book.
2: Good morning. How are you guys this morning?
0: Awesome. Isaac, great great to see you on this long holiday weekend. Glad you could be with us on uh, this Saturday morning. You know, we're going to dive right into it. You know, given these past few years with the pandemic and, you know, working from home, um, can you give some insights as to how leaders can help their teams so that they retain their leadership? What are your thoughts, Isaac?
2: Well, it's one and the same. If you're going to retain your workers, I don't think it's any different in my experience on whether they're working remotely or, or live because the most the main ingredient there is your relationship with your workers but also your goals and vision about what success looks like whether it's in the in the office or whether it's it's remote it really doesn't matter. Uh, so the main ingredient there in my judgment his relationship.
1: Hey Isaac, oh, yeah. I want to I want to ask a personal, more personal question. You know, first of all, uh, thanks for the book, by the way, and also love the note. You know about uh, making sure the next time you visit, I don't tell Lenny Newman so that we can have a one-on-one versus a you know two-on-one right there. Yeah, but yeah. um, <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to know and understand you as far as t- can you tell a little, us a little bit more about the book. And more importantly, what inspired you to write it? And who's it for?
2: Well, I wrote the book from all my experiences over the years with people that I've coached, I've mentored, and companies that I've made more successful than what they are. And as I went through that journey, I had a lot of notes and a a lot of ways to get things done because when i go into a company if you're the guy that want a big notebook and say here do this do that i'm not your guy but if you want me to come in and troubleshoot what you say you need then i have to start making those lesson plans up from scratch because it's different things that we have to attack and it has to be tailor-made so I had all these notes around found that um, I had saved. So uh, a friend of mine that works with uh, Johnsonville uh, had written a book and he said, hey, you have a lot of good stuff here. Why don't you write a book? So I got everything in a box and that there we go. So it finally come together. It took five years because I never did any research. It's just all from my work over the years. You know, so I wrote the book not to sell but I wrote the book to give to my former students um, to the people that I'm coaching now uh, but also as a business card to people that want to know a little bit about what I do because it's very hard to explain what I do. You know, so my job is to make sure that we improve our profits through our people. So you have to work from the top to the bottom. And when I say from the top to the bottom, meaning where the job is actually being done, where the customer service is actually happening, that's the top. And that's the only way you can improve your profits is to help those people at that level being very well trained. Uh, so that's, one of the
0: reasons, uh, 50 reasons on, on why I wrote the book. So, I, Isaac, I've read the book. I love all the stories, I and mean, you've got a lot of uh, quippy sayings and just expressions. And I love all those expressions. If there's a couple things you can share with our viewers that they can do on Monday morning, when they go Tuesday morning, now with the long holiday weekend, when they go back to work, what are one or two thoughts you have that you can share? to help people do a better job of retaining their employees? Well,
2: first of all, good morning and how you doing? (laughs) That's
0: pretty simple.
2: You know, because people like to be touched by their CEOs, by their managers. They like to feel important. And we don't do that enough. And, and simply over the years, we got people in leadership jobs that are not leaders. I I find more and more every day because you are who you are. I mean, if you got a good heart, when you're a good teacher and coach of people, people become very important to you. They're more important than the job, that your job. When your job becomes more important than the people that you lead,
1: mm-hmm. you're in trouble.
2: Hmm. so you I would suggest that you start building a relationship but the humility uh, the discipline of doing it and the caring of doing it you have to mix that up and it has to come out the right way some of the people it's going to be hard for them to say good morning and start building a relationship on Monday morning because they've stepped on their own oxygen cord. (laughs) (laughs) you know so you're gonna have to learn to say i'm sorry you're gonna have to learn to say i want to change and i want you to be part of this change and i want to let's talk about your job what do you think that we should be doing that we're not doing because everybody wants to make their job easier Mm -hmm. so i want to listen to you And then at the end of that conversation, I'm going to say, as your leader or your coach, what do I need to change and what do I need to do better? So we got to get involved. And, you know, people are smart. They can read you. You can't fake it. But you got to go in on the Monday morning and and on the weekend. You got to start thinking about, do I really want to make a change And what does good leaders do? Because we can read all the leadership books, and we can go on LinkedIn and read all these sayings. I see it all the time. People can write books about this, but hell, they can't do it. I know people read books every day, but they hadn't changed.
1: Right. Well, you know, this week uh, at least we have an extra day or two for those leaders to really think and contemplate what they can do on Monday. Hey, yeah, Isaac, at what bite, level between
2: bites or their brats, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> at what level do you see the most impact? that that can help retain employees and what can they do on Monday? I mean, we've been talking a little bit about it, but really what is the biggest impact at what level to help employees get retained?
2: I know the sun's coming in here on me. Um, It still boils down to that frontline leader and that frontline manager on retaining Mm -hmm. workers because this is what we hear all the time. People don't want to work. People don't want to come to work. I wouldn't want to come to work, too, either, if I had some of these leaders that's in a leadership position. The problem is leadership. It's not the people that want to come, that 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 they don't want to come to work. They don't like who they're working for. Agree. I mean, I've seen, I mean, that's part of it. You know, another part is people don't want to come to work, but that's always been since the first of time. Mm-hmm. But I think as a leadership, from a leadership standpoint, in my judgment, we've taken steps back. Mm. You know, we have people now that everybody, everybody wants to go to college. All right. Nobody works. Then all of a sudden they thrust into a leadership position because they went to college, but they never worked. So Mm. that's a disconnect because people don't like other people to tell them how to do their job if they Mm -hmm. hadn't done the job. People are very smart. Mm -hmm. And when I connect to people from a CEO to a frontline worker, I've done it. So I wouldn't ask them to do anything that I wouldn't do. And I will physically show them how to succeed And some of the problems or troubles that they have. So in order to retain workers, like I have to know Lenny as Lenny before I know Lenny as an employee.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: If I know Lenny as Lenny, then we've established a working relationship. Then Lenny will come to work and work with me because I care about him. And so that's that's a good positive place to come every day.
0: Hey, Isaac, you know, speaking about caring for people, you know, there's a lot of articles recently written about mental health. Can you talk a little bit about compassionate leaders who care and are concerned about their employees' mental health? I mean, you know, your comments about good morning and you know, greeting your employees. This is a little bit deeper than that. You know, what, what sort of experiences have you had or what have you seen with good leaders, um, you know, who really put their employees and colleagues' mental health first? Well, it
2: depends on what you look, how you look at that. Some people call it mental health. I guess that's true in, in a certain way. But a lot of it has to do with how you were raised, mm-hmm. you know, going through adversity at in a young age mm-hmm. or having a mentor and a coach as a parent, as someone in the neighborhood. You know, my biggest thing is I'm so glad that my parents made me do things. <laughs> you know, my dad made me do this. My dad made me do this. My mom made me do that. Well, now you don't have that. I mean, I'm in the grocery store and a kid's telling his mother, no, he's not going to do it, you know? So I'm tying this back when you say mental health is that when people in the workforce have to establish adversity and to go through adversity because things are hard and they got to work through it and they never done it. And they always went through life being right. So now all of a sudden it's mental health, hmm. you know, so mental health can be described in many different ways, but as a coach, you'll find yourself as a mother, as a father, as a minister, as a coach, right? as a friend, because they need that because they never got it from home, you know, so now they freak out at work and now they're depressed because they can't overcome things mm-hmm. that they need to overcome to be successful in life because they never had to do it. And then, and they never had anybody to show them. So I mm-hmm. see a lot of that. Uh, like I say, you can call it mental health uh, or you can call it whatever, but you know, I think we all go through that. It's just the ones that win is the ones that think they
1: can. You know, and Isaac, we're, we're kind of touching on that topic. But, you know, one of the other topics is why people are leading managers, and we read it just probably every other week, is having managers genuinely interested in their career. Can you elaborate a little bit more about what could make a good leader, you know, on, you know, this short week coming up? different than the rest of the managers they've had in their past
2: well you know you can learn from bad managers just like you can learn from good managers Uh, (laughs)
1: the the key to it is
2: do you really want to be a good leader because mostly leaders are born i mean you can become a good leader but do you have the desire to become a good leader Mm -hmm. first of all you can't be the boss You got to leave the boss at home Monday morning. There's no such thing as a boss. Quit being a boss.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. You know, quit using your title, you know, to try to influence
1: people. Yeah, that boss is a four-letter word right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: You know, you, you want people to follow you because they have to, not because they want to. And the only way they do and I tell people, you know, my job is to get highly intelligent human beings to give me what I want. Mm-hmm. In return, I give them what they want, and they want to be involved. They want to have a part of the say so,
0: and I give that to them. Hey, and Isaac. What I want. Yeah. Hey, Isaac. One one final question as we uh, round out our uh, 20, 22 minutes here with. Uh, George and I. Are, are um, we done already? We it, it flies I told you my friend. Uh, in, in your in your I you mean, I flew
2: from Germany
0: here just for this <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in your in your book, uh improving profits through people, under the final thoughts section, one of the sayings you have that I think really is um is spot on. You know, about investing in your people and process along with continuous education to achieve organizational goals. I'm just curious, can you spend 30 seconds and elaborate on that? Because I think that's pretty insightful. Well, goal setting is, is very,
2: very important uh, for any corporation or company. And we pay people to think. And we have to make sure that people can think and do their jobs, and we trust them to do their jobs. People get better based on what's being taught. So we want people to be successful in what they do. We want Mm -hmm. people to be promoted within our organization. I've always told people, you're good at what you do. I appreciate it. I try to make you just as good as I am or better. If you want to leave us and go to someone else, I'm your number one fan, even though you're working with me. If I can't find a place for you, I just don't want you making a lateral move. Genuine interest in that person while we're making money. And if you have to leave, I'll train another one just like you. So you got to have that confidence in improving those profits
0: through your people that take a genuine interest in your people. Well there's 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 two words that caught my attention there Isaac and I've heard you refer to them a lot. One is being authentic and being genuine and your point is the employees and the people who you work with, your colleagues. If you're not those, they're going to sniff you out. They'll, oh yeah. They'll think They'll figure it it out really, really quick. Real quick, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't fake it. You got to have a
2: genuine interest in people. They know if you're faking it, you know, because when you have those one-to-one conversations with them about work, but also about their family life, people will start telling you more and more and more about what's going on away from work. You cannot tell them what to do but you can have a discussion with them and be a sounding board and say, I understand, but you have to make a decision on this. You have to make a decision on that based on this. I know that it's hard for you, but you Hmm. have to come to work and take care of your family. I just want you to work here and not know.
0: Isaac, as always, my friend, it's a pleasure. I can't say thank you enough for showing up early on a Saturday morning George closing thoughts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lenny, you're gonna cut me off like that. George, yeah. don't you don't participate,
2: George.
1: <laughs> well, you're we're only George. scheduled for 22 minutes. So we're gonna turn around and thank the viewers after we let you go there, Isaac, okay. and we're gonna show them how we can they can get your book, which is out and available on where's it at there, Isaac, where people can find it.
2: Oh you can get it at Amazon. Uh, you can get it on Books A Million. You can get it from me. Just email me. Awesome. I'll give
0: them to you. I got a trunk full of them. I'm in <laughs> Minnesota. Uh,
2: you can call Wait. me. You can call me at area code 256-453-5577. Ooh. And uh I'll text all me our, your address and I'll send you a book.
1: All our millions of viewers are gonna be lighting up your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.
2: That's hey, George, fine. let's, we let's share- start- we're going to share something positive, so that's fine.
1: Hey,
0: George, oh, Isaac, let's talk about the next show.
1: All right, Isaac, we appreciate it. Okay,
0: thanks, Isaac. Great thank to you see good. you, my friend.
1: Whew. It goes fast. It does go
0: fast, my friend. Um, next, next show we have got. Uh, well, first of, of all, let's let's up, tell people. Right,
1: let's tell people. Let me interrupt. Let's oh, actually thank. Let's thank Isaac. And if you guys do want a copy of his book. Whatever, you can email him. You can go on his website, um, whichever whichever helps you. But we want to thank Isaac. Lenny's known Isaac a lot longer than I have, um, but he's a great guy. And he's helping first-line managers and leaders connect to help retain their people and also drive profitability in their businesses.
0: And just so everybody can see that, it is Isaac at successplusconsulting.com. That's, that's yeah. the best way to reach out to Isaac
1: yeah remove all that so they can see there it there you go <laughs> there
0: you go cool all hey. right excellent so george you got uh, some info for uh, our next show two weeks from today yeah so really next the one is is it the 23rd or the 16th
1: um it is two weeks from today so add that up that would be the 16th it's going to be the 16th yep yeah so two weeks and from so- today
0: um we'll be we'll be back right here the topic will be level up your team uh we hope you can join us in two weeks And until our next show, um, we want to wish all of you a wonderful, enjoyable, healthy, and safe 4th of July holiday weekend. Uh, Great week ahead. And remember to achieve forward.
1: And get better.